Antonio Brown countersues Brittany Taylor. Mitchell Trubisky is practicing again. And during his appeal, Miles Garrett accused Mason Rudolph of using a racial slur that provoked Thursday night's fight. From Sports Illustrated, I'm Kaylin Kaler, and this is MMQB News. Each and every weekday afternoon, we'll bring you the biggest news and most important stories from across the NFL. Here's what you need to know for Thursday, November 21st. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time, the Roast of Tom Brady, a Netflix live event happening May 5th Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. According to a report by ESPN, Antonio Brown is countersuing accuser Brittany Taylor for defamation and interference with his NFL contracts and endorsements. Brown is currently the subject of an NFL investigation over Taylor's allegations of rape and sexual assault. He is denying the accusations against him and requesting a jury trial. In response to Taylor's lawsuit, Brown said his sexual relationship with Taylor was always consensual. He also said that Taylor attempted to secure a $1.65 million investment from Brown for her own gymnastics business. He says that attempt came shortly after he signed a $72 million deal with the Pittsburgh Steelers. The documents obtained by ESPN state that Brown signed a confidentiality agreement with Taylor on March 8th. The countersuit claims Taylor's, quote, false accusations earlier this year affected his business dealings and that she had knowledge of those business dealings because of their prior relationship. Brown also claims that the confidentiality agreement prevents him from discussing, quote, a number of relative events that he believes are crucial to the case. Brown's filing states, in summary, after enduring a failed business endeavor and also failing to gain the relationship status she desired with Brown, Taylor began a vicious campaign of lies and deceit targeting Brown both personally and professionally. Taylor's acts have all but ruined Brown's career, causing him to lose a number of substantial and lucrative business contracts and impacting the public persona in such a matter as to cause Brown and his family significant and personal harm. That comes straight from his filing. Brown is trying to get back into the league, and earlier this week, he publicly apologized to Patriots owner Robert Kraft for the drama he caused the team. Bears quarterback Mitchell Trubisky was a full participant in practice on Wednesday. Bears head coach Matt Nagy said this morning that he expected Trubisky to practice fully again today. This comes just a few days after Trubisky was removed with a hip injury for the final three minutes of Chicago's loss at L.A. Trubisky's injury was strangely announced after backup Chase Daniel had taken over for the final drive. Trubisky's poor play and the strange timing of this injury announcement made it seem like he'd been benched. But Bears head coach Matt Nagy insists that wasn't the case. He says his quarterback suffered a hip pointer injury that led to his hip tightening up in the second half of the Rams game. 
this week's practice report suggests that Trubisky is doing everything he can to be ready to start on Sunday against the New York Giants. The Bears are ranked 28th in team offense, and they have a league-worst 4.9 net yards per attempt on passing plays. It's become increasingly clear this season that third-year quarterback isn't the answer for Chicago. The playoffs are out of reach, but the Bears need to use the last six games to determine what they really have in Trubisky. The league announced that Browns defensive end Miles Garrett's suspension has been upheld. He will miss the remainder of the regular season and the playoffs and will have to meet with the commissioner's office before being reinstated for the 2020 season. During Garrett's appeal with the NFL on Wednesday, he alleged that Steelers quarterback Mason Rudolph called him a racial slur just before last week's melee on Thursday Night Football. This report comes from ESPN NFL reporters Adam Schefter and Josina Anderson. Steelers spokesman Burt Loughton said in a statement that Mason vehemently denies the report of being accused of using a racial slur. He will not discuss this accusation any further, and his focus remains on preparation for Sunday's game against the Bengals. Steelers spokesman Burt Loughton said in a statement that Mason vehemently denies the report of being accused of using a racial slur during the incident Thursday night. He will not discuss this accusation any further and his focus remains on preparation for Sunday's game against the Bengals. Rudolph accepted responsibility for his role in the brawl on Wednesday in a prepared statement and short Q&A with reporters. He told reporters he didn't say anything to provoke Garrett. According to Schefter and Anderson, sources told them that Garrett made the allegation as part of his initial comments during the appeal hearing in New York. It then created an argumentative back and forth between both sides about whether such an allegation was permissible. There are now two versions of the story of what happened Thursday night, and unless there's further evidence, we might never know the truth. ESPN's Dan Graziano reported that Garrett also used a precedent-based argument during his suspension appeal hearing. Garrett and the NFLPA argued that the worst punishment any player received for a similar incident was Houston's Antonio Smith. Smith was suspended in 2013 for two preseason games and one regular season game for swinging his helmet at then-Dolphins offensive lineman Richie Incognito. Garrett argued that the remainder of the regular season is excessive under the precedent that was established by Smith's suspension. Apparently, appeals officer James Thrash did not agree with Garrett's argument. That's the MMQB news for today. Subscribe and listen wherever you get your podcasts each and every weekday afternoon. For more NFL analysis, check out MMQB NFL podcast and the MMQB on the web at si.com slash NFL.